Well, hello and welcome to the Soft UK podcast. I'm Kate Hart and I'm the Communications Officer for the charity Soft, which is a support organisation for families affected by trisomy 13 and trisomy 18. The podcast today is an introduction to the newest member of our Soft UK team, Sarah Bow. Sarah, thanks for joining me today and welcome to the podcast and of course, welcome to Soft. Thank you, Kate. Sorry to be here. So to start off this morning, um, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and a bit about your career background? Yeah, of course. So my background has largely been within genetics and it's something that's interested me for many years. And up until relatively recently, I've been doing testing within genetics labs to help families to get answers to questions about their health. So some of the testing that I was involved with will be maybe tests that some of us soft families might be familiar with. So things like QFPCR and karyotyping that can be used to detect trisomies. But I was also involved in a range of other tests as well and in the analysis of the results from those tests. Um, and a couple of years ago, I decided to retrain. And since then, I've been working towards becoming a genetic counsellor, which for those who don't know, is someone who works alongside families who have confirmed or suspected genetic diagnoses to help them to understand a bit more about their conditions. So things like um, what the condition, how it's inherited, how it's tested for, what the management options might be, what the implications are for the people and for their family members, and to help people to understand this and to adapt to that information um, and how it fits in with their lives and, and kind of where they're at at the moment, um, with the aim of helping people to, to make decisions for themselves about what their next steps might be. So that's something I've been training to do for the last year and a half, and I've still got a little while to go before I qualify. So I'm doing that part time at the moment. Okay, fantastic. So Sarah, it makes me wonder: Have you ever come across a family um, who's had a diagnosis of trisomy thirteen or eighteen in in your work previously? I haven't actually. No, no, I've come across families with different diagnoses, but no one with trisomy thirteen or eighteen. Oh, interesting, because I'm sure some of the families would have spoken with a genetic counsellor before. So um, you your type of role would be familiar to some of them. Um, so you've been employed as the trisomy advocate. Could you tell us a bit about the, the role, who you'll be working with and what you'll be doing, please? Yeah, absolutely. So the role of the trisomy advocate really is to provide support to families living with trisomy 13 and 18. And so I'll be working alongside the soft team, um, alongside families, but also hopefully with international um, trisomy communities and different support groups in the UK for other conditions as well, um, with the aim of kind of sharing resources and information and really trying to provide as much support as possible to families who have these conditions. Um, so my aim would be to produce resources myself, but also to help families to access any support. If anyone wants to contact me individually and is, is struggling to access any particular support, I'm very happy to help them with that. So my role will kind of be, to some extent, producing resources for people generally and, and to some extent, helping people on a one-to-one -one basis with additional needs. Okay, fantastic. And for people who may wonder what that support looks like, what could you give us some examples of the types of support? So um, would it be, you know, information or um, finances? What kind of support would you be providing? Yeah, okay. So um, it will be information as well. Um, so it really depends on what requests come in. Um, but certainly for the resources I'll be putting together for people, it will be largely information and that'll be around different topics. So things like funding, education, legal support, finances, um, accessible days out, holidays and respite care. Um, so okay. kind of general information about different topics, 
for people who contact me directly, the support might look like helping with application forms, um, contacting people to ask questions, networking with, with different companies and charities. So there'll be kind of different ways that the support might look to different people, but it will be information and other, other help as well. Thank you. I think you made that um, very clear. So people will know. Um, it sounds like you'll be a one-stop shop for, for people living with trisomy, families living with trisomy, so they can come to you for all their needs, which is wonderful. Um, Sarah, what was it that attracted you to the role at SOFT? Um, I applied because I thought it would be a really good way of utilising some of the, the knowledge that I've acquired up until now through my studies and, and through my work. Um, I've seen... I don't personally have any experience of, of trisomy 13 or 18, but I have spoken to people who have different genetic conditions and I have some understanding of some of the difficulties that people face when they're met with a diagnosis that they weren't expecting, um, and particularly if it has a really big impact on their lives. And I understand that support is difficult to access for people and, and may be hard to, to find in the first place. So I was really keen to try and make a difference and help people as best I can to find support that's available to them, but also to research different options and try and present that information in as accessible a way as possible, because there's an overwhelming amount of information out there and you know, with, with different um, uh, pressures on, on people's time when they receive a diagnosis like this, it might be overwhelming to, to have to wade through all that information. So I thought I'd be a good person to try and make that process a bit easier for, for people. Fantastic. Yeah. And especially if they're caring for a child with special needs, additional needs, they, you know, they're definitely going to be short on time. So anything you can do to ease that burden for them, I'm sure will be most appreciated. Yeah. So looking ahead now, um, can you tell us how you hope to support families? Yeah, of course. So I'll be looking to, as I say, put some resources together um, about some of the different topics I mentioned earlier. So things like funding, education, legal assistance. Um, so I'll be putting some, some resources together myself, but ho hopefully also finding some resources that different charities have put together that may be useful for people and making all those resources available to people. Um, but I'll also be to say, working with people directly who come and contact me, um, and that will depend on, on what their exact needs are, but I'll be doing whatever I can to make any kind of support available to them if they're struggling to access any of that. Super. And I know you only joined SOFT on the 1st of February, so this is a bit of a loaded question, but um, what are you already working on? Can you share that with us? Yeah, of course. So I've been putting together a guide to um, charities that provide grants and funding to families who have children with health conditions. That guide is, is pretty well finished now, and it has an overview page which lists the different charities and the um, different purposes of the grants. So it covers a range of things like um, medical equipment, mobility equipment and um, educational aids and sensory aids um, respite on holidays so it covers a range of different topics and each charity has its own then individual fact page which has information about a link to the website what their grants will be able to be used for what the eligibility requirements are whether they're means tested or not how the application process works so the idea is that if people are struggling to find um grants or funding for a particular activity or a particular um, piece of equipment, that they can use this guide to find charities that may be able to help support them with that. So that's something that I've put together and should be hopefully becoming available soon and for people to access themselves. And then I've also started working on a guide to um, suppliers of specialist equipment. 
So I've been going through different um, suppliers to check whether they're um, essentially what they're offering, what the price ranges of things are, uh, what the funding options and delivery times are. I understand that some equipment will be available to people through their NHS providers. And there's obviously a very good support um, network within Soft UK of families who can share ideas about where to access equipment. Um, but if anyone's really struggling outside of those and, and needs a bit of further guidance about where they might be able to, to find this equipment, then hopefully this guide will be, be helpful to them too. So that's very much a work in progress at the moment. Sounds like a very comprehensive approach and a very comprehensive piece of work you're putting together. Um, and I suppose you're quite lucky in the sense that, as you mentioned there, we've got the soft community and all the families who provide um, a form of resource in themselves because a lot of them have walked this path and have had these struggles. So they've got information to share and they, our experience has been they've always been very willing to share and help each other. So, yeah, I'm sure you'll um, be getting to know the families really well and it'll become a an extra resource for you. Yes, absolutely. There's nothing quite like sharing information among people who really know what different people's needs are. So having that yeah. information kind of in-house is, is really, really helpful for you. Yeah. Um, and Sarah, if families are listening to this today and want to know how to get in touch with you, um, how would they contact you for questions, resources, if they wanted to have a meeting or call with you? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way is to email me. And my email address is sarah.bowl. Bowl is spelled Bravo, Oscar, Whiskey, Echo, Lima, Lima. So sarah.bowl at soft.org.uk. Um, so if you drop me an email, I, I work part-time, but I'll reply to you as quickly as I can. Um, and we can kind of go forward from there and work out whether we want to kind of keep in touch by email or want to arrange a call. Very happy to arrange any Zoom calls and, and chat directly. Um, alternatively, I will be at the Family Day in, um, in May in Northampton. So if anyone wants to talk to me directly face to face, I will be there. I'm very happy to, to chat to people. Oh, fantastic. That'll be a nice opportunity. Always makes such a difference, doesn't it, meeting face to face? Yes, definitely, yeah. Well, Sarah, it all sounds amazing. I think you're going to be um, an invaluable member of the team um, at SOFT. So I wish you all the best working with this very special community. And before we end off, I just wanted to ask if there was anything you'd like to add. I just wanted to say that please do get in touch if anyone needs anything. My job here is to, to help people as much as possible. So if anyone has any queries or has been thinking about maybe getting in touch or, or not too sure, please do get in touch. I'm very happy to help. And um, the other thing I just wanted to mention is that I've been putting a survey together as well, um, which will hopefully be coming out in the next month or so, which is just to look into different people's support needs and, and what support you've accessed already, what support you maybe haven't been able to find yet. Um, and the idea of that is just to help me find, find out exactly how I can kind of be best used to, to help you in future. So if anyone's got time to fill that in, it should take about 10 minutes to fill in and it'll be available sometime in the next month. But that'll be really helpful for me. Thank you very much. Fantastic. I'm sure people will look out for that and um, contribute their, their information and their time. So thank you, Sarah, and thank you to everyone for listening. We really hope this has helped you to find out a bit more about what our trisomy advocate can do for you. And whether you're an expectant parent, a bereaved parent, a family member, or a professional, if you need support or information, we are here for you. So please reach out to SOFT, and con our contact details can be found in the podcast blurb. Thanks again.